Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report, coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammer Down Racing Report studio for Thursday, August 11th. Show number 243. Scott, we always try to be inclusive on this show. What if somebody's listening that's not a race fan? Can't we welcome them too? I don't know. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, I, they I, might be just bored out of their mind. Well, even race fans might be bored out of their mind, but, you know. Uh, I know we've got some great listeners in India and... And Australia, too. Yeah. Oh, Real uh, ones mo- in Australia. Most of the Australians are, are motorsports fans. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, coming at you live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, tonight on the show, uh, we should be speaking with uh, Craig Mintz. He should be joining us anytime now. Uh, 410 Sprint Car Racer. We've had him on the show before, back uh, when we were in the iHeart Studios and... Uh, He's, uh, he's found his way back to uh, Victory Lane two, two weeks in a row at uh, Fremont. So looking Did, forward to talking to him. Didn't he sponsor our show for a hey, yeah, brief well, moment, Re- too? Real yeah, Geese, Real Geese uh, decoys. decoys. Yeah, yeah. so looking forward to talking to him. He's a busy guy, though, too. He's got a meeting, I guess, at 730, so we got to kind of. Well, he'd better get his butt in here. <laughs> yes. um, also, uh, a little bit later on tonight, yeah, you definitely want to check out our uh, weekend weather pit stop with um, – Ryan Weekman, he's back. It's been about a month since we've had him on yeah. from Channel 11. So, uh, interesting forecast uh, for this weekend. That's all I'll say. That's your spoiler alert. Big D's Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. Give them a call right now, 419-547-1444. Or order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Uh, they now have uh, pizza logs, stuffed with pepperoni, cheese, and uh, sauce. Ooh. If, if you see Dean check in, make sure he knows that I've picked out a spot for him in Lambertville, Michigan, where he could locate a satellite store. Where's that? Just around the corner from my place. Okay. Right there. Uh, like yeah. Stearns, but, 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 and, uh, Stearns and, and, and actually Stearns and uh, Secor. I bet you this is, uh, is probably Mr. Mintz. Shall uh, we go uh, right to him? I, let's right in the it. middle of our commercial? All right. Hammer Down Racing Report. Hi, Scott. Craig Mintz calling. Hey, Craig. How are you? Good. Sorry, the data around here isn't the greatest. No worries. Uh, well, we were a little worried uh, there for a minute when we didn't see you pop on. Yeah, but uh, uh, thanks thanks for joining us. I know you, you said you had a meeting at, at 730, so we'll try and uh, not waste too much of your time. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of time. We'll be good. Okay. Uh, first off, I want to say congratulations on uh, uh, wins uh, the past two weekends there at Fremont. Thank you. Yeah, we've been, um, we were blessed with some good starting positions and, um, you know, we're kind of, uh, track position there is really key. Um, just cause so it's so tight and, and small and in certain cases, uh, tough to pass. Um, but, um, we were able to, you know, pass some cars and, and be able to lead some laps and, and, uh, you know, we've, uh, made some changes to the race cars over the past two or three weeks and we've seen, you know, a, a vast improvement, obviously. Um, but gotten me a little bit more comfortable, um, you know, which uh, is always a, a good thing. I, I know I ask this question all the time, and usually racers are reluctant to share, but uh, what changes uh, can you share that you've made to the car that's uh, that's helped it out? Um, we changed a little bit of our shock package. Uh, we didn't change, you know, uh, the 
the actual shock itself, as far as uh, you know, the brand or anything like that, was still with Linder Speed Equipment on on their shocks. But uh, we went with just a little bit different of of numbers that you wouldn't normally think of. Um, we also changed uh, some of our you know basically spring rubbers that are in there in, in the thickness and the hardness of each one. Boy, so you're, you're, that being able to teach. Craig, you're sounding awfully NASCAR-ish with that technology. Yeah, I know, but if uh, if it helps me win races, I'll uh, I'll put as much spring rubber in it as I need to. Absolutely. <laughs> now on a sprint so, car, yeah, nothing to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, on a sprint car, do you put the spring rubber on the left side? Um. Well, we have one on our left rear, and then we have a um a one on the right front. Okay. So cool. that was one of our biggest changes is is putting it on the right front to help it on entrance, so it's not you know coming off the left rear and jumping on the right front, causing it to, you know, be severely tight. So keeping it off that has made me really, really comfortable. Um, and I've been battling it for probably four or five years. Um, and, you know, it was something that we never really thought of because that's not something normal, you know, normal teams have done. So, um, you know, we've uh, hired a new guy or the guys come along with this year and, and he's like, well, let's try it. What do we got to lose? And, we tried it on a weekend prior to these last two wins, and we really liked it. So uh, we've just continued to kind of stick with it and, and move on. Now, do you uh, do you share any of your uh, setup advice uh, to other other racers? Um, yeah, because I mean, I'm not. Uh, it, it, you know, besides that, you know, that rubber on the right front. I mean, it's not. Um, our our setups are not tricks. They're not. You know, this something that you know you would look at each other and go, yeah, "That's crazy." Um, you know, we have a solid base each night. Um, that we go to the racetrack with every weekend with the exact same setup with, you know, going there. That way we know our base is always consistent. So, um, you know, but I've had guys come down and ask, and, and I'm open and honest with them because, you know, there's nothing secret. Um, there's nothing that, you know, we have on our car that you can't get or, or something that, you know, we have on that we're doing that you would you would never do. So um, I think just think that getting a balance of a race car right now is so – so crucial um for speed that you know sometimes it's overlooked some people are trying to you know hit that home run and, and trying to swing for the fences and you know we're more of the we'll get four singles and, and get the same result i know even with the trucks down at fremont there's a lot of things that we're doing now that weren't even thought of a couple of years ago yeah and that's that's similar you know over a course of periods of time but with the sprint cars you know, we, we've kind of just gotten a cookie cutter scenario to where, you know, everything is available. Now you can go out and spend, you know, they're, they're starting to get these titanium uh, working arms, um, which are, are outrageously expensive. And in my personal opinion, they should be banned uh, just because of the cost, um, you know, but, you know, the deflection of the titanium is different than what our aluminum ones are or our steel. Um, you know, so they, they say it gives you a truer reader reading on, on the arms and, and on the bar and the actual ratio of that. So, you know, there's a lot of things like that that you can go out and buy. But, you know, our car is a standard car. It's not, you know, anything different. Um, you know, the only thing different is, is you know, we, we run a GF1 that was built in 2017, um, something that I was comfortable with back then. Um, and then the passing of George Fisher, that, that whole program kind of went away. Um, and then the ability to get sprint cars this off season for new ones. Um, you know, I ordered a race car, um, from a company, um, in September to the start of October, first week, the last week of September. 
Um, I got it three weeks ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gotta love the supply chain. So, I, yeah, it was kind of a mess. Um, so I had to kind of be creative and, and went on kind of social media and found some of these cars that basically were barn finds and sitting in the barns. And, and uh, you know, so we're not even on 2021 cars. We're on 2017 stuff um, as far as frameworks. But, you know, I've always said that, you know, a lot of people have to go with one or have to go with another. And for me, it's whatever you that I'm comfortable with. Um, you know, no matter the year, if it's still working and still winning your races, you know, it don't matter at the end of the day. Well, and, and you know how to win championships. You have uh, three championships there at Fremont, uh, 2010, 12, and 18, and a couple uh, in the early uh, 20-teens, 2012, 2013 at Attica. Yep. Um, second in points at Fremont uh, behind Cole Macedo. Uh, what, how, how confident are you in uh, maybe picking up a fourth championship? It's a, it, I wouldn't say confident. It, it's, um, you know, it's a deal that we're, we're confident that we can compete with him. Um, we got off to a really slow start. Um, at Fremont, um, you know, our first couple of nights, we just did, we weren't very competitive and we weren't, you know, we weren't contending for wins and, and Cole is contending for wins each night. Um, now the past couple of nights, you know, last three weekends, I think we've, we've beat him and, and have gained points. Um, but with Fremont, uh, their point system is very difficult to, to gain points and start clawing back. And there is a deal, you know, every night you can, Every night, every time you touch the racetrack, you you have an opportunity to gain points. Um, but what it does is is um, you know you can win the feature and the guy runs second or third and still lose points to the guy. So you know because of the reward points for qualifying, they reward points for how you finished in the heat race. So there's some times that oh man, I just won the race, but DJ ran second. Oh well, or Cole ran second. Well, I still lost points to it. So. You know, it, you got to really, you know, be on your game and, and understanding that, you know, you have to beat them in every aspect. And, and beating that Macedo kid uh, at this point is really difficult and, and how hot they are and, and with how good the Linders have got that team rolling. Do you, do you find that point system frustrating uh, that you have to be on it every time you touch the track? No, I mean, I really like it. I love the heat race aspect of it. I, I don't think I like the, the qualifying aspect of it because, you know, I've, I've expressed my frustration with that, meaning, you know, we don't line up our, our features or our heat races based off of the overall qualifying. We do that per group. And we did that because the racetrack is falling off so fast from yep. the first qualifier to the last qualifier, which I get it from 100%. Uh-oh. points for the championship based off the same thing where we just said it's not fair, but we still require points for it. So um, I know it's something that I have spoken and been outspoken to the Fremont Speedway, and they have said that they were going to look at it in the off season, um, which is blessings to them because they're, they're listening to drivers who, who may have, uh, you know, a legitimate gripe about something. Now, you know, it, it does make things interesting because, you know, right now there's no reward, um, you know, for – sandbagging you mean because if you're quick time uh the overall two quickest guys as long as you finish in the top five of your feet your heat race you're you're transferred in so um but before this this kind of format we've had you can kind of sandbag and be that 10th 11th 12th start on the front row of your heat race win your heat race and you had a legitimate shot of starting on the pole where the guy that was quick time you know started fourth or fifth had to run first or second it was very difficult so I think that's kind of why they did that, but we've changed rules since this was implemented, and I think it's 
you know, time to evolve, you know, with it. But uh, I love the aspect of making us race in a heat race. Each spot is worth a point, you know, and I, I like that because in many cases, sometimes drivers can get into that. Well, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm good enough with second. I'm just going to kind of sit here and ride when, you know, they overall could have won the heat race and put on a better show for the fans. I mean, that's overall why we're there anyway. Um, and I think that needs to be, you know, looked at as well. Does, does, let's, let's go back to that redraw real quick. Uh, the two quick qualifiers, as long as they finish in the top five, they are involved in the redraw too, aren't they? That is correct. So that's why they've kind of they've done that because before that was not the case. That was never really a thing. If you were quick time, you just started fourth in your heat. You had to run first or second. Um, now, you know, you can run fifth and still be in the redraw. So, but beforehand, they, there was guys that, you know, they wouldn't give everything they had during qualifying because they know if they ended up 10th, 11th, 12th, they would start on the front row. Um, you know, because if you inverted four and you had three heats, if you qualify 12, you start to pull the first heat. Right. Um, and then they only, then every heat. Um, so there was a lot of times you could, you know, you didn't know it and you couldn't, you know, really for sure say it, but there was a lot of times, a lot of guys, when they all started to come around, they would qualify really well. But on a local show, they'd be 10th, 11th, and 12th every night. Amazing, huh? Does does Attica do the uh, the yeah. points the same way? No, Attica does not reward points for any. You still there? Um, but I'm pretty. Uh, you, yeah, you, still there? Yeah, you broke up a little bit there. You said Attica. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Attica. Uh, Attica does not do that. They only reward points for um, just the feature time. Gotcha. Okay. Now, uh, a few weeks ago, or maybe it was a month ago by now, uh, you uh, offered up uh, one of your cars to Brian Smith, did you not? Yes, yes. What, what was that all about? I, I saw he did, he did something bad to his car. Yeah, he got upside down uh, Friday night at Attica. Um, and I at the shop, and I felt that, you know, the guy is, he worked his tail off for, with a limited budget. Um, and I hate seeing guys that, you know, put forth the effort are good on equipment, um, are good guys down to, you know, down to earth and, and just sitting there. Um, I felt like, you know, our guys in times were, you know, driving out of the racetrack and seeing him standing there at the end of the car, looking at a torn up race car, knowing he wasn't going to race tomorrow. Um, and, and we just offered up a car and, and, um, you know, said, Hey, if you want to go racing tomorrow, the car's at our shop, come get it, put your engine in it, go race. So. Um, you know, it worked out. There were some things that, you know, had to be changed as far as the parts and stuff. But, you know, it was a very seamless transition. Brian, you know, took care of the equipment for us. It uh, allowed another competitor to race and, and continue to do what he loved doing, and especially with his family. I mean, that's a, um, you know, a husband and wife and kid operation. That's, that's you know, it's all they do is work on it. So um, it was fun to be able to do that. We were honored uh, that Brian, you know, took us up on that. And, uh, you know, it worked out to is is your backup car back home now? Yeah, so our backup car is back home. Brian brought it home uh, last week, um, and he's got his car, I think, almost back together or back together. The next uh, AFCS race isn't for another couple weeks. So um, we, when we kind of put this deal together, that was the main thing is to get through that little part of it, um, and, and then we would be all right. Um, and, and we did, and, um, you know, it's, uh, and he actually beat me one of the nights with my backup car. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yep. Did he apologize? 
No, I, I and I told him that it was uh, one of the first nights uh, he he went racing. I could tell he wasn't running it as hard as he would if it was his car. And I I kind of nicely went down there and I said, Brian, I didn't give you this car, you know, for you to run last and just to ginger this and be afraid of tearing up equipment. I said I gave you this race car knowing that I could get it back in pieces. You know, go race it. It's designed to be raced, not to, you know, be afraid of it. Um, you know, it's, it's something I've always told my drivers when Carson was in my car or Christopher Bell or those guys when my dad and I really got into it and was owning a lot of stuff. Um, you know, we always tell those guys that, you know, we, we hired you to win races and, and uh, it's our job to get you the equipment to, to go win those races. Brian's definitely good people, and uh, good to good to see you uh, offering him up, uh, offering him up a ride. Um, you're a very busy person. Uh, you coach uh, girls basketball. You have a, a print shop. Uh, how how did how did the girls uh, basketball team do last year? Um, we went we went uh, eleven and eleven, which doesn't sound uh, for a lot of teams a, a very good season. Um, but um, we've only in I think. I can't tell you the amount of years. I want to say it's 30 to 40 years of existence. Actually, it's probably a little longer than that. We've only won as Fostoria as like 200 games. Um, you know, so the last year's win ratio um, was the last like five or six years up until that point combined. So we, we've won a lot of games. We have a really good incoming freshman group of last year, which will be now sophomores. Um, we were 4-0 and then got COVID. Um, had to sit out almost 12 days. Came back, uh, played five games in like 14 or days, uh, lost those because we basically had zero practice. We had COVID again, um, was out another 12 or 13 days, and then came back and had rapid fire games. We were at game nine when many game many teams were on game 15 or 16. So we we our our our, our everything we were dealt the wrong cards at the wrong time, but we played with them. Just this is like I told them. Sometimes life isn't fair. Um, and we learned a lot of, uh, as a group, a lot of, um, you know, personal things that they can take into them, you know, after basketball, you know, that sometimes life isn't fair, but we made it through it. I think we were stronger as a group, um, at the end of the season, because we ended up the season, uh, winning seven of the last, uh, eight games. Congratulations that, on yeah, that. Congr- yeah. Congratulations on Thank that. You. That doesn't keep you from uh, working on your car in the off season, does it? No, it's, it's kind of a break. Um, it's nice because basketball season starts the last week of October, um, which is normally right when racing season ends. Um, and then basketball season ends right at the first week of March. So it's kind of a, a blessing that they kind of don't really overlap a ton. They do in the summer with a lot of work, um, and they do come fall and stuff. And then during the winter, you know, getting preps of cars. But my crew is, is amazing and understanding that, you know, that I really enjoy doing this. Um, I really enjoy coaching basketball i really enjoyed you know Baltimore high school um so it's something that they know that but there's times i'll get out and stop this is you know much as the normal person it's just uh i do it periodically and, and our crew is very good at um our schedules on our four or five guys that we have are never uh synced up very well um some people work longer hours some people don't some people go in early but we got a passcode on our um basically our door that anybody can access and then we have a on each car, we have a, uh, a to-do list and what's done list and then check marks and then, you know, wrote down who did it. Um, that way, you know, we're not double overlapping one another. And, and we've learned, you know, in a, a system that's really worked well for us. Very organized. Um, yeah. How much, how much time we got left here before you got to get, get going? Uh, 
I got about five minutes. All right. Um, future plans. What's uh, what's in the future for for Craig Mintz and uh, in, in racing four ten sprints? Uh, do you foresee doing this uh, for the foreseeable future? Or um, I mean, I'm gonna do it. Um, I, I think I made a commitment this year um, to go after the Fremont Speedway Championship. Um, I did that for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to, you know, I had some people tell me that I've kind of gotten older and I've lost a little bit of touch with it. Oh, um, but the other don't one tell was, that to Ron. Yeah, that, that kind of, <laughs> yeah, that, that bugged me a little bit. And, and my other one was, is, you know what, uh, you know, Johnny Oxter, um, I, I've got a lot of ties with him. Um, and I really look up to Johnny. Uh, he is the 50th uh, anniversary um, of that. And they give a trophy away where, that gentleman, you know, hands it to the new champion. And I've done that with Daryl Harrison and, and some guys that are, it's a really cool deal. And it's something that it's going to, you know, hopefully if we keep continuing to do what we do and we, and we're blessed to be able to win the championship, I'm able to do that with Johnny. So that one kind of hit a little closer to home to be able to do that um, and, and try it. Um, I would say the next couple of years, I'm not going to race uh, consistently where we're, we're chasing after points. Um, I think I've passed that in my career. Um, I, I want to go and, and go, you know, I got a camper now and I want to do those kind of things with my family, but I know my family loves racing. So we talked about maybe in the next couple of years, if, you know, we want to go out to Knoxville or we want to go out to Port Royal or, or places that, you know, I've, I've never been, we can load up the camper on Friday night, drive out there, race, and then come home Sunday, but and still enjoy family time. Cause my kids are getting a little older. Um, and it's time that, you know, I kind of enjoy that um you know moment with them are they are they into uh racing as well uh my youngest is uh my 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 middle child um is more of a cheerleader gonna be that kind of girly girl uh still likes going to the races but if she had her pick she would rather be at dance class or some kind of gymnastic thing gotcha oh any uh any sponsors Uh, i know there's at least one uh maybe you need to plug here well, yeah, I got to, I mean, thanks, uh, Real Geese Decoys, Modern Woodman of American, uh, KSLs and Service. Uh, you know, we've, we've been blessed to have some guys, you know, come along and, and there are a lot of silent partners to be able to say, hey, here's some, you know, some money to be able to go do this and, and, and have fun. Uh, Woodville Mutual has been, you know, a guy that came in and just said, hey, you know, help, here's a little bit of help. So, um, I, I, I'm blessed to have all those guys, Kistlers. Um, you know, building a heck of an engine, um, linear speed equipment. They, they provide us with a lot of parts and a lot of uh, things that need, may help us, you know, go fast and build it the way we want it. Um, so it's, it's been a blessing and, and I enjoy it. Uh, my wife, uh, she's uh, my backbone, um, with a lot of things that she does throughout the week to help me go and, and take care of the kids on the weekends. We go racing and my dad and, and, and Chris and, and, uh, Rich, the guys that work on the race car, those guys, uh, busting their butt every night. You know, I, I definitely appreciate it. Awesome. Well, good luck uh, f- uh, Saturday. I almost said Friday. Good luck uh, hey. for, at Fremont uh, on Saturday. For, try and make it three in a row. I will do that, and I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You, yep. know, you know the deal on our guests, so I, I'm, I'm not going to belabor that point. But uh, you, you're, you're going to have a spectacular Saturday. I, I hope so, and that would be a great, uh, you know, three nights or three weekends in a row. All right. We'll get to your meeting, and we appreciate the time, Craig. Hey, no problem. Take care. Thanks, yep, you Craig. Too. There you go, Craig Mintz. Second in points. Uh, I don't know that they've updated the points uh, on the website. I think it's still from – wait, what is today? Yeah. The, uh, Today's – The week before. I don't think they've updated it since last right. weekend, and he was uh, – I think it was 51 points behind uh, Cole Macedo. 
So he's probably closed it a little bit with the win last week, depending on where everybody finished in the features and or the heats and how they qualified and, and all that fun stuff too. So, anywho, um, coming up a little bit, chance to win a Big D's pizza. For how many? We got a little bit of yeah. a simpler one uh, this really? week. Really? Yeah. Oh, a little bit, not too simple. I like simple. those challenging. This ones. one's challenging, but it's oh, a okay. simple challenge. Uh, check out the new Dominator uh, Pit Kit from Dominator Race Products at dominatorraceproducts.com. has uh, all the hardware you may need for body repairs. They also specialize in other body components for late models, sprint cars, street stocks, and much more. Dominatorraceproducts.com or call 419-923-6970. And uh, you can also get Dominator Race Products from Romula Race Cars. There are other dealers across the USA, be it reputable or not. Right. Yeah. And uh, one more shout out here to uh, Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race, racing every Saturday night. Follow them on social media or oakshaderaceway.com. This weekend, a full program on tap, late model sportsmen, Dominator Superstocks, and the uh, Compacts, plus, plus the vintage American race cars. Oh, it's their fault. Oh no! I was okay. I was going to make a crack on the vintage American race cars and something with about you, but I was going to be nice, so I let well, it go. Go ahead. No, I'm done. Cheap shots are. Uh, gates open at four. Racing at seven fifteen at uh, Oakshade Raceway. Really? Yeah. Allow them a little extra time for uh, qualifying, since they're qualifying you guys. Yeah. Late models there. Um, speaking of which, hot laps and uh, qualifying starts at six at Oakshade. Uh, also, a uh, shout-out to uh, Freeze Frame Photos, Miller Race Cars, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon in Perrysburg. Our racing roundup from this past weekend, of course, at Attica Raceway Park, off for the affair. They're going to be off again uh, tomorrow night. Lima Land had a, an eventful night last Friday, um, winning the uh, invitational for the uh, Modifieds was Jerry Bowersock. This was the uh, final night of competition out right. there at... Uh, at Lima Land. Uh, Jared Horseman won the uh, King of the Quarter Mile deal. Uh, in the uh, NRA 360 sprints, Mike Keegan won the Invitational. And uh, Jared Horseman, again, King of the Quarter Mile. Thunderstocks, it was Craig Dipman winning the Invitational. And uh, he had some issues and was unable to do the uh, King of the Quarter Mile. I talked to him earlier this week. He yeah. was he was not happy. He, didn't, he was unable to uh, defend his King of the Quarter Mile title. Uh, but uh, Gabe Mueller ended up uh, winning that. So congratulations to him. He also picked up the uh, championship out there in the Thunderstocks uh, the week before. They've, they've been having a great season. Yeah. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, Saturday night, Casey Noonan picked up uh, the feature win there. He, uh, he had to work for that one, yeah. Then there we the go shirt. with the Noonan shirt. Uh, <laughs> Good job, Casey. <laughs> Carter Murday picked up the win in the Sportsman. Colin Schilt uh, found his way back to victory lane in the Dominator Superstock A-Main. Corey Gum won the Compact A-Main. Uh, Donovan Paskin won the Dominator Superstock B-Main. And Brandon Profit was our Compact B-Main winner. Fremont Speedway, of course, uh, we just spoke to the winner. Craig Mintz there, the 410 uh, feature event. Second feature win in a row at Fremont Speedway. Paul Weaver picked up yet another 305 feature win. Uh, Jeff Babcock. Picked up uh, his second in a row uh, dirt truck feature win. So, have you uh, heard anything uh, from RJ, our guest last week, how he's doing? Um, he had a brief stint in the emergency room, but he's back out. Really? I did fun. not know that. Yeah. 
Um, it was time to have some stitches removed, and they had some issues. So they, he went to the ER. They got everything done that needed to be done, and he was at our barn yesterday with his girlfriend and feeding the horses. So, Okay. You, you were talking about Fremont. Ben Clapp says he's dying to see the Fremont truck points. I'll bet you are, Ben. And <laughs> any idea where they're at? I have to reach out to, to Brian, this guy, see if he's got access to them. Um, Sandusky Speedway was uh, off last weekend. Toledo Speedway uh, hosting the uh, Raleigh Beale Classic Silver Crown Race. Cody Swanson picked up uh, the win. It was uh, He actually... Uh, if I recall correctly, that was his sixth uh, win at Toledo Speedway, which eclipses Raleigh Beal's five wins at Toledo Speedway. Mm. Maybe it'll be renamed the Cody Swanson Classic. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, Ryan Allen picked up the late model sportsman win. Kyle uh, Metapedigan won the uh, factory stock. Congratulations again, Scott. It. And our guest last week, our other guest last week, Taylor Ferns, uh, was involved with, in an incident with Justin Grant. Uh, and she ended up in the wall, prematurely ending her race. So, Scott Dean Henry says that Cole Macedo will not be at Fremont this weekend because he's Knoxville in Nationals. Knoxville. Really? Well, that I'm could, sure Craig Mintz will be uh, that thrilled tighten, by that. That could tighten things up. That could. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised by that, Dean. But uh, okay. But it is Knoxville. It is Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, well, and. The weekend weather pit stop forecast, uh, I don't know if that might have anything to do with it. Why, is it supposed to rain in Knoxville? Uh, stick around for that. We'll find out. Montpelier Motor Speedway on Saturday. Derek Lash won the uh, modified feature. Heisman Skeens uh, was the winner in the Hornets. Andrew Short, uh, street stock feature winner. And James Headley won the Super Stocks. World of Outlaw case construction late model action. The USA Nationals at Cedar Lake Speedway in Wisconsin last week. Uh, last weekend, I should say. Last Thursday, Mike Marler uh, picked up the win. Friday night, Jonathan Davenport uh, earned the pole. Jonathan Davenport won again on Saturday for his third consecutive USA Nationals win. We've been talking a lot about him. I, mean, I think people are getting kind of tired of Superman Yeah, winning. I was going to say, well, he, he's he's living up to the name, I guess. Yeah. Uh, World of Outlaw, NASA Energy uh, Drink Sprint Car Action, Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 Friday night, Carson Macedo. Uh, picked up the win in the night before the Ironman. And then Saturday, Brad Sweets won the Ironman 55. Knoxville Raceway. Yeah, that's going on. Uh, Knoxville Nationals started actually last night. Logan Schuhart uh, won night one. So, uh, and then that, that goes on through Saturday out there. Um, ARCA action uh, this past weekend. Nick Sanchez picked up the uh, win in the Henry Ford Health 200 at Michigan International Speedway. The NTT IndyCar Series was at uh, Nashville, racing on the streets there. Scott Dixon picked up the win in the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Cup action for NASCAR Series, uh, Kevin Harvick won uh, the Firekeepers Casino 400 at Michigan International Speedway. I think I was there for his last win. That was a fun race to watch. That wasn't too bad, actually. Yeah. I, do I did watch that one. Uh, and then uh, Saturday, Ty Gibbs won the uh, New Holland 250 at Michigan International Speedway. A couple other notes here. Uh, Wood Tech, a big event going up, uh, going on up at Merritt Speedway in Michigan. Uh, Wednesday, they got rained out. Thursday, Rich Dawson picked up a win. Jeep Van Warmer and uh, Devin Moran uh, won. Friday night, Eric Spangler 
won uh, Saturday's uh, finale there with uh, uh, Devin Moran second, Ryan Unziker third, Colin Shipley finishing uh, 14th, and Ryan Missler 17th, BJ Gregory 23rd. So, uh, in, in a in a in a race dominated normally by Longhorn chassis and Rocket chassis, Spanky was there in a master build. Those folks had to be over the moon. <laughs> How come it wasn't a proven chassis? Or he, never, he never asked. Oh, well. Dean Henry says that Colmacito ran fifth in last year's. No, last night. Last night. At so Knox, apparently he's already in Knoxville. So okay, yeah. Um, just a, a little bit of racing news here before we get to uh, tonight's how many and a chance to win uh, Big D's Pizza. First, got to mention freeze frame photos. Give them a call for all your racing photo needs or walk up to them if uh, they're at a track that you happen to be at. Saturday nights at Oakshade, they're always there. Action shots to victory lane shots. Uh, and now is the time, as we mentioned last week, to start working on that custom uh, 2023 race calendar. Um. You can pick out any, I think it's like 13 pictures because you get January through January. Oh, all right. And there might be a back cover. I don't remember. So there might be 14 pictures. I have to talk to each other. There's a lot of pictures. You choose what pictures you want, what month you want. You can create your own custom uh, calendar. Uh, you got our favorite race car driver. Go pick out some of the, your you know favorite pictures from, from them. And uh, Freeze Frame will put together a custom calendar for you for next year. Uh, pretty cool deal. Give Charlie a call, 419. Don't call Ron. 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photos, special moments frozen in time. You can also call Ron, I guess, 734-856-7223. For race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, transmissions, uh, sending units, things. Yeah, temperature sending yeah, units, yeah. fuel pressure sending units. That'd be making, parts, make, right? Making all those lights blink on and off. Yeah, yeah. Don't just ground them straight to the chassis because then they're just on that all the time. That doesn't work. <laughs> A um, couple of stories here. Uh, during the North-South uh, weekend at Florence Speedway uh, this weekend, uh, the late model Hall of Fame ceremony is going to be held, and uh, somebody that I know, and I, I believe you probably know, is going to be inducted. Really? Not a driver. Really? Yeah. Can you Any guesses? Well, I, no. Would you like me to tell you? Sh- yes. Uh, former Oakshade Raceway announcer and uh, former uh, Eldora announcer, former uh, Mill Street Speedway announcer, Toledo Speedway announcer. Mr. Microphone? And, uh, former, well, current uh, World of Outlaw announcer, Rick Eshelman. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and well-deserved. Absolutely. So congratulations to, uh, to Rick Eshelman. He's going to be enshrined into the uh, late model Hall of Fame there. Uh, Kurt Busch. Is still not cleared to race uh, this weekend. The Cup Series is going to be at Richmond, which means he's going to be sitting out his uh, fourth consecutive race uh, due to that concussion injury that he suffered during, I think it was qualifying at Pocono right. a few weeks back. So Ty will still be in the car. Ty Gibbs will uh, be filling in once again. Uh, North Wilkesboro Speedway had to cancel one of its uh, racetrack revival weekends. That's uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend. August 19th and 20th, and uh, they cite supply chain issues as to the reason for having to uh, cancel that event. Hot, uh, do- hot dog shortage? I don't, I don't know exactly, but uh, the Jag CRA All-Star Tour and the Cars All-Star or Cars uh, Pro Late Model Tour were scheduled for that weekend, so uh, uh, there will be no racing that weekend. There is uh, racing scheduled this weekend, and again on uh, August uh, 30th and 31st. 
I believe that is the last pavement one, if I uh, remember correctly, Maybe. before they rip out the pavement and they do some uh, dirt shows uh, later this fall, before then they're going to repave the, the track. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Stop there. Uh, SRX champion and former NTT IndyCar Series driver Marco Andretti is going to make his NASCAR debut uh, coming up in the Xfinity Series at the Charlotte Roval on uh, really? October 8th. Yes. Uh, it's a busy day for you, October uh, 8th. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, that'll be interesting. I think he'll do all right. He, uh, he, did a, he held his own pretty well in the SRX Series. Right. So... And those are all ovals. They don't do any road courses. I think he'll do all right. Uh, that's all the uh, the racing news that I have. How about we get to our uh, how many? Last week's how many was uh, how many USAC Silver Crown competitors will be at Toledo this past Saturday and the number of the winning car added together. Can you repeat that? How many USAC Silver Crown cars at Toledo Speedway on Saturday? This past weekend, plus the number on the winning car. Oh, yeah. So that total came out to 23. Ooh. 22 cars and number one. So you were closest because well, I, was, I guess you 55. Shot for, you shot I, was, I was pulling for Taylor. I 55 plus, I was in the 70s, I think. And you picked, uh, uh, let's see, or 40. You had 40, so you were closest. And our uh, listener winner was Doug Frost, who picked 26. Oh, very uh, good. Yeah, not too far off. Uh, so congratulations to Doug Frost. You have 30 days to uh, claim your free pizza from Big D's. Just get a hold of Dean or uh, Big D's or me, and we'll hook you up with, uh, with, with Dean. So this week's How Many and a Chance to Win a Big D's Pizza is um, the boss uh, non-wing sprints are going to be at Fremont this weekend. Ooh, okay. Uh, among other things. So uh, how many boss non-wing sprints will be uh, checked in at uh, Fremont on Saturday night, plus the number of compacts that are checked in at Oakshade also Ooh. on Saturday night, Ooh. which has been a ridiculous that, amount that, the past could be huge. month or so. And, and just a spoiler alert, just to help people out, uh, there's been a, averaging about 40 compacts at Oakshade over the last few weeks. So... Given that, and you won, well, first, uh, if uh, you want that chance to win the uh, Big D's Pizza, put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or our YouTube Live. You have until 4 o'clock on Saturday to do so. So if you're listening to us on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever, if you're not listening to us live, you can find this uh, our video on our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Report, And... Uh, Put your guess in. As long as before 4 o'clock, you will be entered to win. Uh, again, it's how many uh, Boss non-wing sprints and number of compacts. Boss non-wing sprints at Fremont, compacts at Oakshade on Saturday night. And uh, I see a lot of numbers coming up there. There's one that, that I don't see, which is good, because I don't want to see that number, um, because it has to do with the R word. So, and... It's checked in. I'm saying checked in. So should the event not finish, that doesn't matter. It's, it's it's how, how many, many gets checked in. Yeah. Signed at the pitch. Yeah. And uh, I'll use my race pass uh, that, yeah. So um, yeah, there's there's one I see that uh, is a little pessimistic there. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to happen. So 
So there you go. One number in the guess of those two added up, or in the uh, comments, those two added up. Whoever's closest uh, will win that Big D's pizza. If we have a tie, we'll spin the Big D's pizza wheel. So what do you got? I'm going to ignore the pessimistic <laughs> side of this, and I'm going with 52. 52. Well, that would be mean that you don't think there's going to be very many uh, boss sprints then. Possibly. Or not many compacts. 52, huh? Well, I'm going to go with 53 because that's the... Oh, you're killing me. That's the easy way to go on that one. Good Lord. And I'm pretty confident in my 53 there. So um, I would probably... I would... If I had to... If I had to guess first, I probably would have gone with... 59. 59 or 60. So, uh, we'll find out who wins uh, next week on the show. This weekend's uh, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu, Friday night, uh, Toledo Speedway back in action. Two weeks in a row. Ooh, it's crazy. Still my heart. It's R&M uh, Recycling school, school Bus Figure 8 Night featuring late model uh, sportsmen, uh, regular figure eights, boat figure eights, flagpole race, and of course the school bus figure eights. Uh, gates open at five o'clock, racing at seven p.m. Adult general missions twenty bucks for uh, that show Friday night, the twelfth of August. Uh, they do have a rain date for Sunday, uh, and that would start at six p.m. But I am ninety nine point nine 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 percent that uh, they're going to be just fine tomorrow night. Weather should be great, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Attica Raceway Park is off again uh, due to the fair. Uh, Oakshade Raceway on Saturday night. Mentioned this earlier. Uh, late model sportsman, dominator, super stocks, compacts, and the vintage American race cars. They put on quite a quite a good little show there. <laughs> they get a little, last year. They were getting pretty. No, those uh, guys are racing. Pretty serious. They're, yeah, I, they're not afraid to to bend some stuff up on those old cars where they can't get parts anymore. Oh, when those parts were. Or when those cars were made, you built your own stuff anyway. Yeah, I'm sure Ron Miller race cars could probably fabricate it, right? There's a good possibility. Okay. Uh, gates open at four at Oakshade Racing at seven. General Mission fourteen bucks. Fremont Speedway in action. It's uh, Plaza Lanes Cameo Pizza Night. Uh, Fast four ten sprints. The Boss non wing sprints. Dirt trucks all in action. Gates open at four. Racing at seven. Uh, General Mission, 18 bucks there at uh, Fremont. Flat Rock Speedway back to Saturday night. It's going to be autograph night with the Outlaw Super Late Models, figure eights, street stocks, gates open at 4.30, racing at 7 o'clock. General Mission is uh, 15 bucks. Sandusky Speedway um, back in action with the uh, Josh Neff Memorial featuring the Ohio Wheelman Series, Pure Stocks, Renegades, and Beginner Stocks. Gates open at 4 p.m., racing at 7 $15 general admission there at Sandusky Speedway. And my Pillier Motor Speedway is uh, hosting the Top Dog Faceoff number three. Modified Super Stocks, Street Stocks, Hornets, Dirt Trucks. That's the uh, Dirt Truck, Dirt Track Truck Series. Uh, dirt Trucks. Gates open at four, racing at 722 at Mount Pillier Motor Speedway. General admission $15 there as well. And uh, before we get to our other series action, we do have the weekend weather pit stop with uh, Ryan Weekman. So uh, this is, uh, you want to listen to this. Here we go. Here is your WTOL 11 weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Let's start off Friday at Toledo Speedway. Looks fantastic for the school bus races. 7 p.m. start time. Skies will be sunny. Temperatures very comfortable. Low humidity. 
Saturday is where it gets more interesting. we got a system diving in from the north. It's going to spread pretty widespread rain showers for any of those races. Oakshade, Fremont, Flat Rock, Sandusky, and Montpelier. Scattered rain showers for those 7 p.m. start times going to be possible here. So it'll be tricky for you for any of those races later Saturday. For WTOL 11, I'm meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Have that WTOL 11 weather app on standby. We'll keep you updated as we get closer. That sounds an awful lot like towing practice, Scott. Yeah, I know. It's one of those uh, one of those nights where I'm glad I'm not a promoter because uh, it sounds like the rain's not coming until later in the day. And, you know, yeah, like you said, tow out there, maybe unload, and then load back up possibly. Maybe it'll miss. Who knows? You know, it could be spotty. Just in time to have one of Oakshade's famous brats. Sure. I prefer the hot dogs. I do too. We need to have a. I talked to Pam about doing another hot dog race too, yeah. and she's she's for it. All right. Um, she's kind of leaving it up to to us, really, as far really? as what class we do. Uh, uh, that's what we should do. How about we do a Twitter poll as to what class uh, we should do the hot dog race for for the next one? It probably won't be till September. I don't actually have a date yet, but because we did super stocks this last time, and maybe the the compacts might be fun, but. I don't, and I don't know that the late model guys would be for it, and I'll have to talk to uh, uh, Nick Lloyd to see if uh, he'd be interested in sponsoring it again. Late models, you know, on a on a quick takeoff could be an issue. Sportsman? S- same transmission. Okay. But they might be more open to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll post a, a Twitter poll uh, right after the show. Uh, at Hammer Report is our Twitter handle. So if you don't follow us on there, make sure to do that. And uh, we'll leave that poll open for maybe a couple weeks. All right. Just coming up with ideas on the go there. Uh, other series in action uh, this weekend, Knoxville Nationals uh, continue at Knoxville Raceway in Iowa tonight through Saturday for the World of Outlaws. Uh, the sprint cars, that is. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, of course, the 40th annual Sunoco North-South 100 weekend. Starts tonight through uh, Saturday night at Florence Speedway. Uh, NASCAR Cup Series is at uh, Federated Auto Parts, or is at Richmond Raceway for the Federated Auto Parts 400. That's going to be at 3 o'clock Sunday on USA Network. And uh, NASCAR Truck Series in action, also at Richmond Raceway for the Worldwide Express 250. Oh, Worldwide Express 250 for Carrier Appreciation. Oh, okay. Get the whole title in there. That'll be at... uh, 8 o'clock on Saturday night, also on uh, USA Network. Thanks to our uh, associate producer, uh, Dave Kemmer, contributors, uh, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, Bob Stazak. No uh, hammer-down hotline this week, other than uh, we're still getting spam calls. spam calls. Yeah, so we may be shutting that down. If we don't get a call before the end of this month, we'll, uh, we'll shut that down. So if you want a, a call... Leave us your opinion. Maybe you want to call and let us know uh, which class uh, should do the hot dog race. Yeah. There you go. 419. We could count that, couldn't we? Yeah. 419-318-3081. 419-318-3081. You can also text it. If, if you don't like uh, your voice, you don't want to hear your voice back on the show, feel free to text that number. We'll read the text back. So it's 419-318-3081. Yeah. 
forgot how. Oh, make sure to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, check out HammerDownRaceReport.com for all that information, uh, shows, sponsor information. We got apparel too, the stores yeah. on there, yeah. Uh, make sure to rate and review us, share us with your friends. Again, uh, thanks to uh, for all those uh, great reviews on Apple Podcasts. All the time. Yeah. Very, uh, we appreciate that. That helps us out a lot. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio and Salon. And uh, thanks again to uh, this week's guest, Craig Mintz. We'll see you back uh, next week, Thursday, need 7 to o'clock. Say, I need to say hi back to Barb Ganser. Oh. Hi, Barb. Bye, Barb. See you next week. Yeah. Go support your local racetrack this weekend, even if it does rain. Bring an umbrella. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.